0: Big plans for the new year? Yes, always. Mm-hmm. S- Why not?
1: Squarespace makes it easy to turn your idea into a unique website, showcase your work, blog, or publish content, even sell products and services of all kinds in just a few clicks. You can customize everything from look and feel to settings and products using beautiful templates created by...
2: Orangutans?
1: World-class designers! Ha, see, ha, hey. And there's nothing <laughs> to install, patch, or upgrade ever. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use the offer code AROUND to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. <laughs>
3: The Around the NFL podcast is king in the north.
1: Enough with those raps. Welcome back to another edition of the Around the NFL podcast presented by Head and Shoulders. My name is Dan Hansis, and I'm joined by a room filled with heroes. Where is it, bozos? <laughs> Dan Hansis uh, joined by Mark Sessler, Colleen Wolf, and Greg Rosenthal. What's up, team?
4: Hey, hey, hey. Hey,
3: now. Hi. The Dan crash is coming because uh, encountered Dan yeah. around 8:35 oh. this morning. Uh, very clear, he's not slept. Uh, he's he is sort of all over the map um, <laughs> personality wise. He's organizing
4: and, his papers in a very OCD fashion. Don't touch right them. Now. Around
3: 3:30 p.m. today, Los Angeles time, you are going to experience a massive sleep deprived crash. Yeah, my
1: uh, my young my oldest son Jack has. Flu-like symptoms, and luckily we went, uh, my wife took him to the doctor this morning, does not have the flu, but he does stay awake all night and scream, and that's not even oh my gosh. Uh, connected to the one-year-old son I have who is teething, and he screams a lot uh, at night. Colleen, I can't wait until you join
4: <laughs> I am horrified by the, all um, of this.
1: child-rearing section of your life.
4: Yep, I'll meet um, you guys there.
1: This is the Tuesday edition <laughs> of the Around the NFL podcast. <laughs> It's all worth it, guys. When you see their beautiful smiles, it's all worth
3: it. Thank you for bringing brand new flu strains to the workplace. <laughs> I
4: know. He walks in, he's like, it's freezing in here, isn't it? We're all like, no, it's not. It's hot, actually. So all that's right. great.
1: Okay, calm down. Coming up on today's show, the Tuesday edition, uh, which is also our video show, by the way, the live stream of which you can check out at ATN. Uh, NFL.com slash ATN video at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. Coming up on today's show, the latest in the coaching news, including Mike Malarkey, who wasn't as safe as many people thought. Uh, Also coming up. Oh, yeah. It's been a while. (laughs) It's been two years, actually. And it's time to bring it back. Back the conference championship weekend version uh, edition of Overly Confident Bozos. It's been so long.
2: I. I was not aware this segment ever even existed. Right. And I thought it was just my bad
3: memory, but I was not
1: even involved. The Which is very memory. bad. Really. It's, memory. it's bad.
3: You were not You were not present. The segment was excellent, by the way. I don't know if there's any correlation between the two. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: finally, the, uh, the mailbag, the old ATN mailbag we're going to hit. We have not done that in a while. And, and we got Colleen, and the goal is to get Colleen in the entire show mm-hmm. uh, for the whole mailbag and everything. So we might as well. We got to keep moving.
4: Then. Good news, though. Well, Next week, I don't have a meeting. Oh, yeah. So the
2: Steelers. Hmm. Why? They're they taking a, a break on the power <laughs> rankings With they are. when it's down to the final two? We're
4: taking a two-week hiatus, and then we're back after the Super Bowl. Oh,
2: you're back after the Super what Bowl. What are you possibly for, ranking for a, for at that point? Show. Well, no, it's a big reveal to find out who is on top of the NFL power rankings after the Super
3: <laughs> Bowl. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I like scorn for this operation. No. There was no boundaries at this no, point. No it's, starting, it's unhinged, yeah. unhinged condescension towards this NFL <laughs> that, network. That's product. not
4: true. No, we'll it is absolutely true. All sorts of things. Yes,
3: yeah, Colleen, defend oh, okay. your,
1: defend your yes. show. No,
4: it's listen. We will be ranking until they tell us to stop ranking.
1: And Greg's like, how come I don't have a show? Well, Greg, <laughs> because you're a nice little writer and you do a little <laughs> podcast show. <laughs> and that's who we are. And it's fair. Quicker. You No, oh, you're late. Oh, all right. We're not superstars like Colleen. Stop it. It's like, oh, which show am I on today? Not put me in this
4: position again.
3: Money spilling out of her pockets. (laughs) I us Do some news.
4: I ain't got too much to say, (laughs) but y'all make sure y'all bring that same energy out here next week and the week after. We're going to the Super Bowl and we're going to win that.
1: (laughs) He said the Lady Dog. (laughs) That's Jalen Ramsey. Love this Jaguars team, Mark. You're you're falling in love with them. Absolutely. Not really speaking of lanes, you usually don't like the swaggering juggernaut type exercise. The flashy. The flash, the I sizzle. like what they
3: I like who they've eliminated. That's true. <laughs> That's what I like about them. That's true.
1: That makes <laughs> this sense.
4: Makes sense, yeah.
3: Well
1: the Patriots, as you know, get a chance to beat two AFC South teams at home in the playoffs to go to another Super Bowl. Uh the one that they eliminated last week was the Tytoons, who of course uh, upset the the Chiefs in the wild card round uh, right before that game swirling reports that Mike Malarkey was done they win the Chiefs game and we remarked at that time this is a catch 22 situation for the Titans who didn't seem to love Malarkey and uh, envision a future and now they felt they were boxed in they give him a vote of confidence they get killed predictably by the Patriots and then like 24 hours later it's announced that the t- the two sides are parting ways Greg uh, we'll start with you on this one. Was this as simple as the, do you think the Titans, this was always the plan and they just had to during that ramp up to the divisional playoffs, they could not put out anything <laughs> other than we support our coach uh, to eliminate distractions, but they're always going to dump them. If he lost,
2: I think there were different agendas inside that building that had different plans. So I think the general manager, John Robinson, reading between the lines, ultimately won a power struggle. So maybe he never gave up on changing out coaches. I don't believe that the owner of the team or the controlling owner, Amy Strunk, who released a statement just nine days or eight days before they fired Mike Malarkey, that Mike Malarkey is our coach. It's her quotes. It's her statement. He's going to be our coach into the future. I don't believe that at that moment she thought there was any chance that Mike Malarkey was going to get fired. I have never seen this happen over the last 15, 20 years. Maybe someone could find an example where a team makes a statement that that's our coach and a week later he's gone. But I think what happened was When they started talking about a possible extension, they put some conditions on Malarkey, like maybe certain hires, certain changes to his staff, in such a manner, almost that maybe they knew he was going to have to walk away, and he did, and they ended up parting ways, which to me, that's the same as firing him. It's just a nice way to say it.
3: Coming out of it, Ian Rappaport reported that Josh McDaniels looked at the Titans' job as a preferred landing spot to what else was out there, but by day's end... Josh McDaniels linked to the Colts, so I wonder if you're John Robinson. You watch Matt Patricia go to Detroit, and if McDa- if it sticks and McDaniels goes to the Colts, sounds like it's happening. You suddenly were the guy that was linked to both of these Patriots coordinators. You don't have either potentially and you're starting from scratch trying to find the right candidate.
4: Yeah, and, and that's with a team where Marcus Mariota, he took a step back. I mean, if you're Mike Malarkey, you go into Kansas City, you win a playoff game, that doesn't even change that doesn't even save your job, but the fact that he didn't even give Derrick Henry like the main shot this year. There were so many different things that happened and and the fact that Mariota has regressed, they sort of had to hit the reset button, and I don't know what that means for Mariota going forward, too.
1: It's a tricky situation. I think the Titans the were in a tough spot. I think ultimately they're making the right decision um, by getting out of a marriage that they're unhappy with, especially during a time where they can be. They're not there yet. We talked about it on Sunday. I'm not going to pile on, but they clearly were not up to the level near the Patriots or really any of the other teams in the mix. It felt like. Now you can go and get somebody to, that can coach up Mariota and maybe get the most out of him as he enters year four.
2: I think it makes sense, and yet it also points out how, how brutally tough that business is. Because he yeah. took over – remember how he got the job was as an interim coach who won a couple games. He right. took he took over a team that had one win at the time he took over, and then they ended up 3-13. and 13. They had won five games combined in two seasons. In his two full seasons, they went 9-7. and seven. Like – you know, other coaches do that, and you think they're mentioned for Coach of the Year. And I've been, I've buried Malarkey as much as anyone. I think it's the right move for Mariota, but it also shows just how inherently the deck is stacked against you. The players, sort of,
4: some of the players even buried him too during the year. When you have Deontay yeah. Walker saying, "Sometimes you got to overcome coaching."
2: It could be the end of Dick LeBeau too uh, as a defensive coordinator. We could see if he could get a job elsewhere. Most likely,
3: he won't be back in Tennessee. He's 80 years old, so that would be a big factor. too. The defense played very well. I wonder if John Filippo could could well, no. wind up in the mix here because one of the issues they talked about when Malarkey was t- someone that they thought might be gone after the season was player development. There's a lot of young players on offense, and it wasn't happening. Yeah. That's a specific type of coach in the stat. I think Dick LeBeau probably is good at developing players. I mean, the history would tell you absolutely, but on offense, not so much.
1: Also good at survival, general
3: survival. Dick LeBeau. Dick LeBeau. All these coaches. No. Mike Malarkey's going to have another job oh in five mean, days. Like, literally, that's, he's old.
1: That's my he hottest
4: coordinator
3: old. from
1: I mean, last
4: week.
3: Listen, he's in great shape.
1: Absolutely. It's also keeping Dick in the conversation. A lot of people aren't giving that name out anymore. That's absolutely true, Dan. He's a survivor.
2: It's not a Hall of Fame player. I mean, there haven't been many like Dick LeBeau in NFL history.
1: He's one of a kind. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'm gonna sit this one out. The
3: New York Giants. <laughs> The New York Giants. We're slowly losing Dan second by second. In, <laughs> zeroed in on their new head coach. I want to see Mark
2: host the show, the, the end of the show. Dan's <laughs> just asleep in the corner and Mark.
3: Or I'm just
1: like talking to myself and
3: at a wall. Well, that's already – we're already ha- experiencing that. Um Stop being mean to me. Sorry, no, Mark. I, I'm having fun with you. You're being so mean to me.
1: <laughs> Rap Sheet reported Monday that a Big Blue is expecting to go. hire Vikings offensive coordinator Pat Shermer as the team's new head coach. Um, Shermer, of course, cannot negotiate or sign a deal with the Giants until the Vikes are eliminated from the playoffs, which, you know, who knows? Could be a few weeks before that happens. Uh, Shermer, fifty-two years old. Uh, obviously, it's a good gig when you are the guy behind Case Keenum's rise, and not just Case Keenum, but how the Vikings were able to overcome the loss of their dynamic young rookie uh, running back, and all the things they've accomplished this year up in Minnesota. So, Shermer uh, lands a second job. Uh, Colleen, he he. Flunked out with the Browns, but everyone is flunked out with the Browns. Now he gets uh, to start over with one of the uh, prestige franchises in the league.
4: Yeah, and it wasn't even just this year that he had his success um, with quarterbacks. I mean, you look at last season, what he was able to do with Sam Bradford when Bradford was just dealt there at last minute before the season began. And then he was in Philadelphia with Nick Foles when Nick Foles had that amazing season. True, yeah, that everybody talks about, but I wonder what this means for the quarterback position in New York. If he does, in fact, go to New York, if they end up keeping Eli Manning. We know Pat Shermer runs a lot of West Coast things, and so that would work up there. But I, I wonder what they do, and may, maybe even Teddy Bridgewater comes over. I mean, who huh. knows? Casey you never know. come, Yeah, could, but they don't really have a whole lot of money to spend. But
3: huh. The two big knocks that I recall with oh. Shermer and Cleveland, one, that there were people watching that offense— on a week to week basis analysts and people that it used to be in the league that could decide could tell what the play was before the snap like 985 to 90% of the time that his offense was deemed utterly predictable and the results showed the second thing was you're a coordinator Great. When you're a head coach, there's a lot of other work to do, and your persona and how you work with the with the media. He did not get a passing grade on that front either, and he was just. I think that he had a trouble connecting with some players too. A good guy by all sense has NFL lineage, so I think he's grown a lot though from the time he left Cleveland, deciding to go work with Chip Kelly and what he's done since. Second time hires make a lot of sense because you learn a lot from what what went wrong the first time. I like the hire. I think
2: that. It's interesting, the Giants, who are thought of as this great organization. And thought of. for a lot of reasons, they are. <laughs> Ultimately, I think they chose Shermer now. However, this is getting out through the media because they had three finalists, and this was reported widely. Number one, it was reported in the New York Daily News that it was going to be Matt Patricia. But it became clear that Matt Patricia preferred the Lions over the Giants. Josh McDaniels was the other finalist of the three. It seemed like he wasn't necessarily going to be a match. And they were worried about losing out on all three of their finalists, that the two Patriots, it just didn't end up being – a good mix. Maybe they didn't want the job because of Dave Gettleman. They felt more comfortable with some of the other general managers out there, which makes total sense. And they kind of had to make sure they got Shermer before he possibly took the Cardinals' job. It was ultimately their third choice. I mean, though.
3: Patricia yeah. McDaniels was smart enough to say, look, the Giants are a great organization. I think Belichick would tell them, go where the ownership yeah. is good. That's a big Belichick thing. But Matthew Stafford, Andrew Luck, versus total fill-in-the-blank situation for the Giants. Yeah. and their quite, though. What I mean, they have the second overall pick. Yeah, and that, yeah. but that, but that, ha, that, that's a roll of the dice too. That's I think not it's guarantee home. I think
2: it's relationship. Patricia and Dan and Bob Quinn know each other, work together for a long time, and then McDaniel's. He didn't. He never worked with Chris Ballard, but the, re, the reports are that he has a pretty close relationship with. So what Tom Palosero well, said they're close. Uh, yeah, the GM, and uh, when you got a chance to work with old uh, Ballard, you
1: got You got to do you it. Gotta, you, gotta do it. Uh, you have to do it. Absolutely. What's your favorite type of frog? <laughs> That's what I was waiting for. Um, <laughs> did you guys see it's been floating around the internet today? The uh, photo of a presumably younger Matt Patricia clean shaven?
2: No. Only
4: through your uh, Twitter feed. That was your hottest,
1: Coach. Hello, dimples. Stop. By the way, Odell is <laughs> I'll take a look. geeked. Quote, unquote, geeked. With uh, the Sherman, he, that
2: that Patricia picture looked like it was taken before a lot of rough New England winters <laughs> set in. Like he looks like a different man now.
1: All I'm saying is I stand by my choice <laughs> of
3: hottest coordinator after seeing him. I hope you would. Stop I hope dead. one I, week I've, wouldn't shake that that uh, determination.
4: I've completely me. checked out, and I'm just searching for pictures. <laughs> uh, go to Dan's
3: Twitter. <laughs> Check my account.
1: Twitter. Oh, feed. Perfect. Everybody okay, do it. Uh, moving. You're actually in
3: the middle of a show, Colin. <laughs> just a reminder
1: there for you. Uh, by the way, um, Sean Payton who is uh, one of the great villains of the NFL. Uh, And I say that in in a nice way. I I like that he's evil and and, um, he's kind of like the Bud Kilmer, if you uh, remember Varsity Blues of the NFL. Uh, We remember a few weeks ago when the Saints were playing a a key divisional matchup against the Falcons. Uh, At one point, uh, Peyton did a, a choke sign to – yeah. maybe it was Devonta Freeman. I, I, why does that say? It was. Head, but it, yeah. yeah. It was. Uh, in reference, of course, to 28-3 to 3 in the Super Bowl. Well, uh, Peyton outdid himself at the end of the N- – Broke out the brooms the last broom week to sweet. celebrate yeah. huh? the Panthers. That uh, was a big forget about. This guy's feeling himself. He's got bits. Uh, he's got bits. Uh, well, uh, he really outdid himself on Sunday in the final 20 seconds or so of the Saints' heartbreaking final second loss to the Vikings, uh, he was he turned uh, with his back facing the field towards the crowd at uh, U.S. Bank Stadium and started doing the skull.
4: I can't believe he clap did
1: clap in a mocking uh, way was this during a timeout. When
4: exactly
2: was this? When did he have
1: time to do this? And uh, people caught. Uh, there was photos of it, and it became a thing. And then uh, uh, Peyton owned up to it. Uh, which is good that I even heard from him because I actually was wondering yesterday had anyone seen or heard from Sean Payton since that last play of the game on Sunday? I but mean, he did he his lie. two
2: normal uh, press I just requirements, saying, like, Sunday and then Monday
1: as well. A welfare check would not have been out of line <laughs> after what happened. Uh, his His quote was, there was just a group of fans. It was good playoff fun. And I agree. Somebody on Twitter... Somebody in their feelings was like, "How dare you come after fans as a coach?" It's like, calm
3: down. Oh, someone was I, outraged sports, about something on Twitter.
4: Sports, shocking.
2: I, I like. I I'm with you that I like how Sean Payton has an edge. That he is he is somewhat unlikable, but we need. I like having those yeah. characters but in the league. He's yeah. just. Yeah. Own,
3: he is just. He's allowing. One thing about. But him when, when say, did though, this
2: happen? Was it during? It must have been during the timeout because that's crazy. Because that game was left. never close to being over. I mean, even. Like, it wouldn't have been, like, if if Stefan Diggs caught that pass and he was just pushed out of bounds there, they're kicking a field goal to win it. So you would think Sean Payton is as locked in as possible trying to
1: get his team into you know the right though, setup. I don't know. And that I know was, it wasn't over it was by really any stretch, bad. but didn't it kind of feel yes, it did. like it was over in those couple plays before the Diggs play? And that might have yeah. been not after the, the tw-
2: Yeah, no, but you're right. But the, and not after the 20-yard throw by Keenum to start that drive, which is kind of going to get forgotten. That was a really nice throw to start that drive. They, they had a. First and what twenty or something like
4: that?
3: I don't know. But can you imagine Crazy. Todd Bowles doing that one thing on Sean Payton? Todd we noticed that <laughs> Todd Bowles, Bowles you had Be- Belichick no. to the crowd. Todd Bowles no, has no, never clapped all. before. Not at all. Todd or uh, Sean Payton a couple years ago was jacked. Yeah. yeah, guy was on a massive fitness kick and super jacked, and not so much anymore. He's wearing the little grandfather glasses on the sideline. I just uh, there's a lot of transition happening. Taking the shots. So what is happening? I'm wondering why. did he have to suddenly like? Why did he get off his little get jacked routine?
1: I it was think, it was a good look for him. And I don't you know I don't want to talk out of school here. I think he might have been newly single at the time. That would explain it. Oh. And he was like, I'm gonna be a big Papa Pump. Now that I'm single, and then he probably maybe settled down. I don't know his personal life. Sure. Also,
4: this time of year, at this point in yeah. the season, it's Mark, It's tough for everybody. What the hell, everybody.
3: man? What? We were, Peyton's back. We were actively discussing this, yeah, but, my, and me along with other people who are in the like studio right now. Four million now. people listening. And that's <laughs> well. I don't. I'm. I, I don't hide my conversations from anyone. Well, you're you're a better man than me. I'll say that. Finally, in the news.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my <laughs>
4: god. <laughs>
1: Finally, in the news, um, Greg. Uh, Uh oh, Greg, who struggled all throughout uh, his time here at NFL Media with losing stuff, Uh, just a shout out to Greg's phone, which was uh, (laughs) left behind in a a cab in New Orleans. Oh man! And uh, now we're up to uh, two departed laptops that had water or tea spills.
2: That was both five years ago when I lived.
1: A phone that 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 he dropped outside of his car a couple years ago. You're a serial destroyer. And now another phone phone back. And now another phone that uh,
3: is still somewhere
1: in New Orleans.
3: NFL Behind. security had to shut it down, according to, right? right?
4: Oh.
2: yeah, that's their protocol. When you report They'd it, zap it missing, they just said no one can. Did
4: this happen like late at night or something? I mean, I
2: stay, I stayed up all night, uh, all nighter, sober, and oh, then right. took a cab to the airport at about five in the morning for a six a.m., or a or four thirty in the morning for a six a.m. flight and left it there. So I'm, I'm blaming I would that have been as a
3: factor.
4: Completely.
3: Screwed (laughs) Remember You got got credit cards (laughs) All (laughs) nighter in New Orleans Sober That's not the way To do New Orleans No I know But I was
2: working I'm just saying That wasn't an impact It didn't have any impact
1: Remember in uh, After 9-11 When like Osama Bin Laden Was the number one Fugitive of all time In the United States Clearly yes yes. There is a picture Of Greg's face In the IT department (laughs) here That's how he's viewed (laughs) Just a total monster With no conscience And he just He just Just goes through Materials
2: I was starting to wonder how true that was because I could not get a response (laughs) uh, to emails or phone calls for multiple days. (laughs) And so finally, I just went over there myself. I don't know if that's that's allowed. You just do like a drop dropped by oh, and I just yeah. sort of oh, yeah. hovered uncomfortably while he dealt while someone dealt with other callers and other people See, not I not See, I it. It. you're on the naughty
1: list yep. you're on the no fly list how you do IT-wise. it I have to take no yeah. for an answer everybody's good no. everybody's like I sent an email I texted nah. you, so go, and so. well, face oh, you face to face I didn't know that. Gotta go. that's what Keith yeah. Hanson taught me you go look that man in the eyes face to face yeah and you tell him how you feel it, well, you know what? could be a
3: female working any lessons
2: because I got another phone now baby for the next week or two what a human victory
1: uh, that's what's happening in the news. <laughs> I didn't know where you are going with that. <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's get into it. Um, it is the uh, Championship Week edition of Overly Confident Bozos, in which each of us uh, take one team involved in Championship Weekend, and we get 90 seconds. Uninterrupted. To make a case why there is no chance that team will not emerge from Sunday's game uh, victorious. And uh, just a little breakdown of who's talking who. Colleen's going to get us going with her hometown,
3: Eagles.
4: Right. Uh,
1: Mark, you're going to be talking up the Jaguars.
3: Yes, I will. Greg,
1: (laughs) you will be vouching for the Vikings of Minnesota. Okay. Okay. And I am repping the throne of ease. <laughs> oh,
2: no. okay. I'm sure that'll be uh, done with an air of professionalism <laughs> and great unbiased analysis.
1: Um, all right. So, and Lindsay, are you aware of the responsibilities of the producers for this segment? Sure am. Okay. So what we're going to need from you is just a clock. Maybe give us a, a, a 30 seconds, a heads up okay. to the uh, individual. And also uh, give them five seconds too. So. They know what's going on. seconds
4: and 5 seconds? Yeah,
1: 30 and 5.
3: Is that unor- unorthodox?
1: 30 and 10. 30 and 10? All
4: right. Sure. Whatever.
3: How about 32 and 9? And uh, if we finish our argument before 90 seconds, do we have to filibuster? Filibuster. Just... I know. Okay. Oh I was going to say, really I, I might hard. be
2: done at 60.
3: And no
1: interrupting. Okay. Huh. 32 and 9, Lindsay. So if, if you're done, you
2: really overall. just have that 30 seconds to use however you want. BAMP, baby. Okay. So I could give some like Aussie
1: open... Analysis okay. and predictions. I mean, that would be. I would feel like that would be unfair to the Vikings, but okay. if you you okay. can do it, I know okay. it's the biggest sports event in the world. Right right. Now.
4: <clears throat> this is something I should have prepared for, <laughs> but I oh, am you? ready. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we're we're gonna do likability factors, right? <laughs> <laughs> I texted you. Did you not going text. So did I was already on the check show. Too.
1: All right. This is why you shouldn't be doing check.
4: This show. is why I am a professional. Here we go. All right. Here You're we on go. like 17 <laughs> shows. We right.
1: Lindsay, let her know when it starts.
0: I've got a timer,
1: so okay. Let her know what.
4: And it's this isn't like a pep talk.
2: (laughs) You are overly confident. Anything you want.
4: Overly confident. Okay. 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 We're on. Okay. Here we go. Listen, the Eagles this week. I don't know if they're underdogs or not to the Vikings, but okay, great. I feel like it's better that they are underdogs at this point because yeah. And Greg, you can't interrupt me again. Thanks. Because this is how they perform at their best as underdogs with a chip on their shoulder. Apparently, Fletcher Cox said before that they have been doubted all season long now when Carson Wentz was there I don't think anybody was really doubting them but now they are being doubted and that is when they play their best Frank Reich he said that this Vikings team that they're facing this week has the best defense that they're going to see all season and Nick Foles a lot of people were not confident in him he got it done in the second half of that game first half was not pretty at all I was sick after the first half of that game but the second half it was great play calling Nick Foles, he calmed down a little bit, and they took advantage of what makes that team good. It's all of the players working together. You don't have one player that can really, really <laughs> stop laughing. That can really hurt you. It's all the players together. And they had a lot of RPOs. They simplified things seconds. for him. Oh, really? Okay, great. You got the, Run defense. Pass option. The, the defense is going to win you the game. Run the ball, use that defense, and home field advantage is gonna take you home. I better see a ton of dog masks out there this week i'm going to the game and i can't wait for this i can't wait to Ten watch seconds. the eagles win their offensive line they played great and the defense in the second quarter of that game last week that's when they started heating up we're gonna need them to start eating up in the first quarter okay.
3: well done are you going to be allowed into the stadium to watch the game this time
4: yes i'm credentialed good Bow, bam. big victory yeah
1: all right i thought that was a very good case for the for the eagles. very solid very solid. Overly I confident.
4: D- I wasn't a great at timing it. I had other things I, I, I could have gotten it. to. I you thought I
1: needed to. It. Build you were. It. I would say you were a little bit overly confident, but that's that's, that's your the job whole in this exercise, point. right? To be a, a bozo on some level.
4: Nelson Aguilar is like the new Tyree Kill. <laughs> okay. okay. Your ninety that's seconds. Your ninety that's seconds are up. You keep that in you you ninety seconds. Any after?
1: counterpoints to what Colleen said? To, to <laughs>
4: I'm sure there's a lot. Rebuttal.
1: I, I'm happy
2: to let it ride. I thought it was a lot effective. of my rebuttal is going to be in my Vikings. Okay, that's now. Yeah, yes. So I don't okay. want to step on. Keep that. it clean.
1: All right, so why don't you want to throw it now to Greg?
2: Okay, well, sure, sure. If you want it, and I
4: year. let me say that's that called an audible. Yeah, Dan.
3: <laughs>
1: Thank you, Connie. Production um, team
3: scrambling. Let me um,
1: say to you, Colleen. Yes. That uh, you did. A, you did a nice job, but you're going to be wrong. Okay. Sunday. So your confidence is unfounded.
4: I don't really care what you think, Dan.
1: <gasps> My <laughs> word. All right, Greg. It is your turn. Oh, no. Greg, uh, Rambling a little bit here. All right, Greg Rosenthal. Okay, uh, Lindsay, I noticed <laughs> that you went with 30 and 10 instead of 32 and 9. But th- listen, that's your call. That's your decision back there.
0: Sorry, I was just making an executive decision.
1: Hey, uh, listen, I'll stand down. Stand down. Whoa. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay.
4: There'll be a first time for that.
1: All right, here we go. Now it is Greg's turn. All right. Two words. Nick <laughs> Foles.
4: <laughs> That's it? <laughs> All
2: right. Five more words. Philly can not have nice things. Mm. That's six words. Colleen Wolf said earlier this season she didn't have a good feeling about the Eagles because she's an Eagles fan. And I was ex- worried. Expects things to happen wrong. And you know what? She was right. Carson Wentz towards ACL, and they haven't been the same since. And now who's showing up to this game in Philadelphia? Colleen Wolf. Well, that's a good sign for this Philadelphia Eagles. I don't (laughs) think so. Bad juju. You think the NFL is going to allow this? Minnesota is now America's team. You think it was a coincidence that uh, Marcus Williams missed that tackle? I don't think so. It's the Illuminati of the NFL getting behind a great storyline. Home Super Bowl. Isn't that going to be more fun? They even set up Sean Payton to do that whole skull chant to really build up this storyline. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) The Vikings have been through a lot.
1: Lindsay rattled them with that one.
2: (laughs) They've been through a lot. Mike Zimmer with the eye surgeries. Teddy Bridgewater's. Injury, Case Keenum getting cut from a million teams. This is a defense that has been together for three to four seasons. They know each other so well. They've been Ten. building to this moment. They've got Sam Bradford. That's the final recipe. He knows what's going on. Sam Bradford goes to <laughs> Philly, and he wins the game against the Eagles. That's the most Eagles way possible to lose.
4: Sam Bradford does?
3: Sam Bradford does. Case Keenum goes down with an injury. Gets, wow. He gets knocked oh, out. Oh, no. Wow.
4: Listen, I'm not going to be a jinx here, all right? So don't make me a jinx. Don't paint me as a jinx.
3: I like the the, the bubbling up <laughs> Greg <laughs> Colleen heat, which every once in a while you get it, and it's very rewarding. And I also like that
1: Colleen is a legitimate Eagles fan, and she's a little on edge right now. And rightfully so, you have a chance to go to the Super Bowl. You got a home game. You got the dog masks. And let's not sleep on the dog masks, by the way.
4: Oh, that was awesome. That
1: was the point I wanted to make, like, um, what about if everyone wears these dog masks yeah. in the stadium? Would that be a positive or a negative in terms of highly frightening, kind of like a Black Mirror episode type thing? Yeah. But also would muffle the cheers.
3: Mm. So uh, what's what's more important? Can you see through them? That's with, that with is full an interesting
4: point. Eyesight? I th-
3: can't breathe. Your cheers are muffled. I mean, no, none well. of us have
4: ever worn a dog mask, right? <laughs> I never have.
3: <laughs> I've worn those type of rubber
1: latex. Yeah. masks before they're not, not very breathable. Hot. Uh, no. Sweaty. What do they call the vision? No peripheral variety. vision. No yeah, peripheral right. vision. And, but maybe the technology's come a long way since I was skeletal. I don't think there's a lot in of
3: technology involved
1: in the, with Halloween. these dog masks. Wear it on yeah. top
4: of your head, then maybe you almost like fit it, like. it as a crown.
1: I like that. Okay. Well, you're going to be there, so maybe you could spread the word. Do not cover, do not muffle your voices.
3: Right. Put the animal head on top of the human head, please, Eagles fans. Mm -hmm. Eagles fans need to be full throated
1: like they were last week because I thought that played a huge, huge uh, role in that game. Greg, that was highly confident.
2: It was. I'm so confident (laughs) in these
3: Vikings.
1: All right, Mark. I don't like your confidence. Let's move to the AFC.
3: All right. Jacksonville Jaguars time. Why the Jaguars? I'll tell you why, you overconfident bozos.
4: Did the clock start?
3: Giving me a little (laughs) extra time. I like that.
4: Delay of game. Delay of game. Delay of game.
3: Here we go. (laughs) Colin's so competitive about this.
4: I like it. Whenever you're ready. Here
3: we go. Uh Uh-oh. Mark's got a printout. All right. I'll tell you why. Because the entire country has made a sport of trashing Blake Bortles on a weekly basis, dismissed, denounced, giggled at by roaming elitists and hobby horses nationwide, It's time for Blake Bortles to stand up and scatter said hobby horses into a trillion pieces. Little hobby horse body parts scattered (laughs) all over the chilled Foxborough turf. Jacksonville marching against the precious Patriots on network television. 14 seconds left. Jaguars ball. Fourth down from the Patriots, 22. Game on the line. Jacksonville trailing 31-27. A lot of information. No timeouts. They need a touchdown. Seven seconds Six seconds, quick snap. Bortles with the ball, dances away from Trey Flowers, rolls to his right, a blitzing Patrick Chung in his face. Bortles lofts a dart just as he's hit. It drifts quietly through the Foxborough night. 65,000 hyper-entitled Patriots fans watch in silence as the ball cycles toward the end zone. Through the arms of Malcolm Butler, no interception this time, bro, and into the waiting hands of Tommy Bohannon! (laughs) Jaguars win. Patriots stunned. Belichick retires. McDaniels and Patricia out the door. Tom Brady opts out of his contract. The deeply entitled Patriots fan base snapped in half like a twig. Blake Bortles changes the AFC forever. You're going to have the rest of your time. (laughs) It's over. I, I liked it. For a know, prediction, didn't know Tom Brady else. had an
2: option in his contract. He could just choose to opt out. Of. <laughs> he's going to retire. That's it, impressive. Breaking some news. No, he's he going to retire. He he's opted done. out. Well, you said he opted out of his contract. Uh, well, this is, <laughs> this is your chance, Mark. Uh, you know, you came hard after the Patriots fan base a long time ago. Barstool Sports wound up calling you out for it, mm. Mm. and Uh-oh. now here's here's it. It it took your chance for it to come to fruition. Right, right in think front it's, of the home fans, the Jaguars do it.
3: Tell me, even you, Greg, a little part of you would love to see it. Love, no.
4: Why do you really need this? There, there
2: is more of a part of me, probably than you know, ninety-nine point nine percent of Patriots fans that wouldn't mind covering the Jaguars in a Super Bowl. So that would be a small oh sil- another a small the silver Patriots lining. At the Super Bowl. And that, that would be a small silver lining. Uh, but no, I why would I love that?
1: I love – you know what I love? I love, I love the idea, and I tweeted this yesterday. Even if the Jaguars lose on Sunday, let's send them to media night. Oh. I'm sure the Patriots ah, would be fine too it too. Be great. And just let them, like, complain and, like, make fun of people and just boast about what's going to happen next year um, because, you know, the, the Patriots at media night no, – no offense, Greg –
4: Jalen Ramsey at media night would be the the most entertaining. Well,
2: that's what I mean. Ever. Like, if the Jaguars were in the yeah. NFC, I'd be rooting for the Jaguars. Yeah. They're the most – every week they play, you never know what's going to happen. They're compelling. They're just different than any NFL team we've seen in a while.
0: Right.
3: I would just go back and, like, republish the features that we did on the Patriots last year. See if anybody Three notices. seasons ago. I did a story on Bill Belichick's son. He's still with the team. Just republish that. Yep. Still That's valuable true. quotes. Really not a bad idea. I mean, just and we it would give us the week to sort of really settle down Steve and enjoy Bel- Minneapolis. I think Steve
2: Belichick deserves a second look. The
3: you in the should
4: exact. Definitely, same yeah. Well, with no,
3: no update, just so, let's just put it back out there. Same.
1: <laughs> and by the way, we're going to do three audio shows Super Bowl week, including our Super Bowl Sunday night show, the ultimate flagship show, and a full video show that will air on, fr- on Friday. that Connie Fox will be involved. Yeah,
4: and I won't have to leave for a meeting.
1: I love it. All right, speaking of which, we got to get get back to it now. Finally, the old Zeuser will deliver an impassioned uh, fight <laughs> for the <laughs> Patriots to move on to another Super Bowl. Let's do it, Lindsay. Let's start here. How about this? No days off. No days off. No days off. No days off. How about this? Okay, that's good, Bill. (laughs) You're biting into my time now. Do your job. Ever hear of it? Dion Lewis, sneaky superstar. Danny Amendola, handsome white. This is his time of year. Speaking of whites, James (laughs) White. All that guy does is score touchdowns in the Crucible. Gillette Stadium, the true Mall of America. Mm. Revenge. Oh, yes. Revenge for Deflategate. Revenge for Spygate. Revenge on the media, man. Failing ESPN. Fake news. They wrote a mean story about the Patriots, and now the whole squad is more motivated than ever. Relevant players. Think about this. Relevant players that oppose the Patriots always have, like, a final destination curse. Leonard Fournette sprained his ankle Sunday. Car accident today. Blake Bortles. Bill, Bill Belichick versus Doug Marone. Pat, Matt, Patricia, and Josh McDaniels, last game. James Harrison, revenge game. Alex Guerrero, revenge game. Mark Wahlberg, revenge game. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, Because no one messes with Boston and gets away with it. The movie Patriot Day, which finally gave us a proper vehicle to understand Boston's indomitable fighting spirit. Spirit. The Patriot Way, the Patriot Way, which teaches us that players should be not heard, but seen, used, <laughs> then discarded. It's everything that You're the, over. That the brash, mouthy Jaguars are not. Nice win in Pittsburgh, Jaguars. How about some class? <laughs> New England Autumns. <laughs>
2: Still Still going, wait, wait. Wait. What is going it on here? Ended, it ended a while ago. about yeah. your own rules? Wow.
1: The Pats have a tight end that literally cannot be covered. And the quarterback. How about the quarterback? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. A top five finish in Greg Rosenthal's playoff QB trustworthy rankings. Five Super Bowl titles. Seven straight conference title appearances. Impossible to injure. Giselle, Babe Alert. He's playing the Jaguars.
2: <laughs> Someone clearly didn't time out this monologue. Uh, Is there any scenario where Tom Brady and Bill show. Belichick,
1: keep going. Luke, the Blake Bortles and Doug yeah. Marone, keep going? Yeah. In the words of another famous Boston celebrity, no one denies this. He's facing the Jaguars in their all-time. Defense that surrendered 545 yards. Who said no one denies this? Bill Simmons. <laughs> the Steelers <laughs> are only still playing because Pittsburgh's defense was almost Probably impossibly worse. And finally, finally,
2: your, your next 90 seconds. Just
4: but ended. there's a finally. Finally,
1: the Patriots cannot wait to get back to the White House to see their good friend Donald Trump. Hey Jaguars, you fired. the <laughs> winning Bud Light. I said. <laughs> I thought yeah. I had I was entitled to a little more time because of the the Belichick sound drop kind of cut into my. Well, that was uh, three times.
3: That was your that was that was that was times, times that. as much
4: time. I sound drop
3: yeah. was sound drop was
4: I think bit. it was all. You're entitled, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> you can
2: do
3: whatever. It,
4: <laughs> <laughs> it, it was all. good. I'm moving away from Dan right now. <laughs> Why? That was what
2: a good happened? singer. It good was. Uh, she, that was a good one-liner. She what dropped a
3: word. A word scramble.
1: Word play.
2: Said you're entitled. That's
1: for sure. She's like, oh yeah, you're entitled. Oh, I'm an entitled white. I thought you were gonna come back
4: at me. Oh.
3: Oh.
1: Oh, that's
2: fine.
3: That's Colleen's opinion. I'm not saying that Greg and I agree with that. (laughs) I I know Greg feels that way.
2: Well, you're trying to pretend to be an entitled Patriots
1: fan. It's not going (laughs) to work. Anybody uh, think I'm
3: overly confident or properly confident or not confident? You
2: have a Zolakian level of confidence.
3: (laughs) I mean, of any of the three or four of us, you have the right to be overly confident about a team that probably will methodically mow everyone down and win yet another Super Bowl. Hmm. It's true. I don't know. No, Greg, how been will they pull that you've been it doing off in this for week after
1: week uh year after
3: year dangerous
2: team yeah. dangerous team we, all right we can agree
3: hey
1: support for today's show comes from squarespace ready to start your new business why wait until the new year to set your plans in action the future is coming make it brighter with squarespace showcase your work blog or publish content even sell products and services of all kinds in just a few clicks and it's all optimized for mobile right out of the uh, human trees. computer. Use Squarespace's <laughs> analytics to help you grow in real time. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code around to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com. Offer code around. Around.
3: You know some one person out there has been thinking, I really need to start my blog. It's been a really I've been thinking about this for months. Well get off your butt. Start your blog. Mm. Get yeah. off your butt. What are you doing? Get off your
1: hiney you pillow and get to work. Take your hiney pillow, toss it, <laughs> and get to work.
4: It's a hiney pillow. <laughs> yeah, get,
2: get out of <laughs> ask Mark. get out of two thousand and three. Get, of get off your butt and start a blog. That's
3: right. That's the get blogging. Mm.
1: Check out Blogspot. Start one up and let's fire. No, Squarespace. Squarespace.
3: That's where you get a blog. You're going like to get a blogspot.
2: Or like a, yeah.
1: Blogspot's over, man. It's all about Squarespace. All right. <laughs> Before we go, it's time for a little Shoulders of Greatness presented by head and Shoulders. I feel
4: like all you need on. a trumpet drop there. Maybe.
1: maybe you maybe you gotta repeat add that? How trumpet. did you
3: say Head and Shoulders there? And shoulders. Okay.
1: <laughs> We're gonna do a little mailbag. You know who's got the the greatness, the great shoulders? All of our listeners.
4: Yeah. Oh my god, the best shoulders.
1: Week after week they listen to this pop. Mm. Most, most yeah,
2: of them. most. Except Mo- for old Johnny No Shoulders in
1: uh <laughs> Well, we understand. Indiana. Old Johnny No Shoulders <laughs> got his reasons. Um and uh so this week we present to you, listeners, the shoulders of greatness. And we will celebrate you by uh, reading some of your questions that you sent in uh, to our Twitter handle, of course, around the NFL, around the NFL. (laughs) So let's go through them. We got a little bit more time with Connie Fox before a big prod meeting, a little industry uh, jargon, a little lingo. (laughs) Uh, Let's start with Josh. Who is the Broncos quarterback next year? We need definitive answers here. Great show, guys. And gals. Mm.
4: Uh, well, I'm going to just throw an A. How about Case Keenum? Oh, we know John Elway really likes him, and I don't know if he's going to stay in Minnesota. The
2: whole Pat Shermer to the Giants thing made me think that he's going to take either Sam Bradford or Case Keenum yeah. with him there. So in Denver, I'm giving you Tyrod Taylor, week one oh. starter.
3: I like Tyrod. I think the draft pick is they're going to they're going to have to circle back and take another first round quarterback. I agree, but yeah. I would keep I think to high. draft him to play him, right? He's away.
1: already proven he was the most successful free agent quarter of all time. Kirk. Kirk. And I think was there some report that they wouldn't chase him out there? I don't care if there was or not. Um it just I could see Elway saying, "Eh, I'm not good at this developing quarterbacks thing. Let me go get a guy that I really like and I'm going to give him a lot of money and I know how to woo him." mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So I'll
2: definitely I like that one. I like Kirk her cousins. cousins. Yeah. And I, I don't think there's been any uh, reports shooting oh, okay, that down. I think they will be a suitor.
1: We love um, <laughs> we love Big Ben quotes in the media because he's fond of saying kind of silly things or throwing mm-hmm. people under the bus when need be. Uh, an old Big Ben special here reports that it's not in the playbook for him to check into a quarterback sneak. Head asks. Cheesehead, I guess it is because there's a little cheese thing in front of it, and then a hyphen. Is Big Ben really forbidden to check to a QB sneak? Do we believe that? Forbidden.
2: No matter what the answer is, he is not so subtly trying to throw his offensive coordinator Todd Haley under the bus, who he not subtle
0: at all. Doesn't nope. get
2: along with. Mm. I don't buy it that he's not allowed to. You're the guy out on the field with you the can ball. Do Players do things that. Coaches tell them not to all the time. You're holding the ball. You, if you say, "Give me the ball," sometimes your teammates don't even need to know. You just jump. So I what don't are you going to do? What I are don't you buy do, that. Pull him at, out of
3: the game. I just don't buy that at all. Why would you take a play that is incredibly successful for many quarterbacks and someone like Big Ben, who's giant? The one thing he, that his one yard he got on Cubby—they don't call him Little more, Ben. Guy cannot scramble anymore.
1: <laughs> Large Ben is what they call him. He's Mark, just large now. This next question is specifically for you. Oh. Some
2: call him Big Jen or Colleen. <laughs> pronouns,
4: right?
1: Um, Eric Gonzalez asks, "Do you think Tom Cable was the best choice as offensive line coach for Oakland? I personally think Mike Tice did a pretty good job with that group."
3: Yeah, I mean it's uh, you know apples <laughs> well, I and this oranges was for to Colleen. Me. <laughs> oh, for Mark. Oh, it's for me. I'm. T- oh, I said wait. Colleen. I don't think I so. I, I think said Mark. Yeah, yeah, you did. Oh, yeah. I, I said specifically for this you. This is Mar- why right? pronouns are yeah. confusing. You did say for me. Um, I, Tom Cable, good history running offensive lines, except for a large chunk of time in Seattle. So, <laughs> but uh, I want. To, let's get a little <laughs> bit more into the nuance of offense. Yeah. Okay. Line play. Well, I listen. I think
2: that. What about Tice? Did you like in terms of his scheme last year in Oakland?
3: I uh, didn't like a whole lot of it. I think he did not he not do enough with the talent. Tom Cable inherits more talent. Tice is going to be but more of a – less general, more schematically. Well, are they going to bring the zone blocking scheme there? Or are you going to stick go. with ah. something different like, like Seattle that. likes to do good a certain save. thing on offense? That was good. I've got
2: nothing I, else. This for was you. <laughs> around the horn, but you know, you just get a couple points. There you that. go. Get some uh, two, it was two just points. Just like wait, is
1: he going to get the zone? I like that. Up next, Ali at ColtsfanAAG asks. How successful do you think Josh McDaniels and Andrew Luck's partnership will be in Indy if, Colleen, Luck is completely healthy?
4: Oh, if he's completely healthy, yeah. Then it's then it'll be great. But that's the that's the huge question mark right now. We have no idea what's going to happen with Andrew Luck, if he's going to be the same quarterback or not when he comes back and when he is actually going to come back.
3: And how good will Josh McDaniels be with Tom Brady when Bill Belichick retires? Mm. Very good. You got anything there? After this season,
2: you're saying? Oh, yeah. Well, that's hanging out there. If Belichick just left, maybe Patricia or McDaniels Whoa. don't even
3: go anywhere. Hmm. Sorry,
2: Colts. Uh,
1: next question, that. this from... It would be annoying
2: to have Josh McDaniels to just beating up on
3: the Patriots year after year with Andrew Luck. That'd be a You guys have, like, Brian Hoyer's cousin as your quarterback by then? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Brian Ryan Hoyer's cousin, cousin
3: Charlie Hoyer.
1: Uh, <laughs> next Lucky. up is Eric Jensen at Eric eighteen Utah. I, oh, I like he's your, a long time guy. List. Yeah, big fan. Uh, best album you listened to in two thousand seventeen? Album, album, an whole album.
4: album. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I really liked uh, Michael Kiwanuka. He did mm. the sa- the, the music brother. with um, it is. For Big really? Little Lies, I, don't know. I just made that up. No, but th- if you watch Big Little Lies, the, yes. the, that's his. In my heart, yeah, in my heart. and he's got he's got a pretty good album.
3: I agree with Colleen's answer.
1: There you go. <laughs> I will go with uh, a tie between the War on Drugs album mm-hmm. and the Lord album. Big fan of both. Of them. Oh. anybody listen to those? Albums? I
2: love both. Very good. I very love good good the records. Lord album. I think the uh...
4: does Kendrick Lamar count as this year? Right.
2: Oh, absolutely. Oh, I think damn it's that is, one, it's that is, one. is is it's the damn. the right answer. But oh, late. Entrant for me was Julian Baker. Turn out the lights, who I saw live, and it changed my life. I huh. will have to mm, look beautiful. into
1: that artist. <laughs> Moving on at Hunter Murphy 101. What NFL player would be the best to take on a fear and loathing style adventure to find the American Dream? This one's for you, Marcus. I knew you were going to be uncomfortable with the music one, so I'm throwing you this. <laughs>
3: not uncomfortable. I just like not going <laughs> to you know manufacture a fake answer. Ah, uh, the first person that <laughs> yeah, comes yeah. to mind is. I mean, he's probably not an active player at this point, but Jake Cutler is the guy that I would want to kind of Whoa, cross the country. Whoa! Really? Because I think he kind of doesn't really care. I like already. I think he's he's done with football. He's not going to be overly worried about his conditioning. So we're talking about a fear and loathing. You are drug induced. You there's like beer bottles flying out of the car. There's no rules. Cutler is a but man. Is he good company. I think he right. actually would be, to be honest. I think he I think we he has a sourpuss look on his face, but how in conversation he'd probably be fun.
1: I'm going with Kai Forbath. Oh, that sounds awful.
4: Stop it. Guy's
3: guy, man. Guy's <laughs> Kai. Okay. Uh, the four heroes
1: are on a deserted island.
4: Jalen Ramsey, by the way, would be a fun pick.
1: Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> yes. I want really a do. lot of substance abuse, <laughs> though. You've
3: got to get someone it. that's
4: cool
2: with the substance abuse. i go Antonio Brown because I'm just an intention and I want as much media coverage as possible. He's a big-time star, and he knows how to get that. Just like uh, entertainment tonight,
1: everything. Mm. Are we post Gronk? Because no one thought about Gronk. I, I thought about it. I thought I it would, he
4: would be, be
3: kind
2: a of a terrible annoying. one. Yeah, it's not yeah, too nothing, much. You have nothing left to say after what like you ten minutes. What do you, you talk about? You want someone that can have a conversation. I just
4: I think it might be just too intense, though.
1: Brad Wolf, another longtime <laughs> listener. The four heroes are on a deserted island. Dan hands us what, is what album? The you one bring. where we fight each other. No, okay, we I get that a lot. We're finally not getting those as much. <laughs> Mark, what food would you bring? Greg, which tennis player would you bring? Uh Wes which, which beer would you bring beer. I'll
4: answer that one and
1: Colleen oh I was gonna say because I have Wes's answer you could pick any of those categories okay share your own I'll, I'll start with myself which album do you bring that's tough my favorite album of all time is act hung baby by you but that's a little dark so I'll go with a, a mid a golden period oasis album let's go with what's the story morning <laughs> wow
2: that's a good one like that so you're there you're on the ten, you're on this island potentially forever. Forever.
1: So you better have something All right.
2: Then I'm taking uh I'm going to go Sloane Stevens. I think you know, if you're there forever this could turn who knows who knows. It's a, a forever is a long time. Great tennis player. Who's Steve Sloan Stevens? very nice. She won the US Open last okay. year. Oh, you're
3: bringing a female tennis player. You're married, just but that's just. But you're on this island.
2: Play. You're on this island forever. So yeah, that's...
3: Greg. Greg will quickly be killed if this there's a female, female on this the. It's is a post-apocalyptic <laughs> yeah, an scenario. Enga- an engaging
1: tennis players. Uh, uh, I'm right? I'm happy because uh, all all respect to like the Me Too movement and stuff. But I I didn't want you to be like oh Ivan Lendl or something. You know, <laughs> <Ivan> <laughs> probably oh, <like> a lady. <laughs> bring a lady wow. if you're
3: going to the island, right? Well, actually that's very smart because you'd be the, we wouldn't just die out. You could in theory seems, have children. seems
2: pretty, pretty th- hilarious, pretty smart. Like it all it all works out. It yeah. all,
1: all right. pans out. Well, we got to let Sloane Slo know about it. What about you? Well, Colin?
4: so uh, mine's for beer. I would bring <laughs> well, I would bring Wolf Among Weeds IPA. Golden Brewing. And behind the glass, Christian Anderson, he turned me on to this beer. He brought it into work for me, and it's still in my desk drawer, just a break glass in case of emergency beer.
1: Drinking beer at work. Hmm. Now, I'm
4: not drinking it at oh. work. It's just in my in drawer, there. just in case.
1: Uh, Wes, by <laughs> the way, his answer was, let's go with, uh, he texted me, shinerbach <laughs> nice and easy, Ooh, was thinking good answer. Einstock white ale, but that's more for special occasions, not the main Supply line. I'm a little in the weeds there, but I'm sure if you're a beer person, you know what that means. What was yours, Mark?
3: I have food. Now, question. Is it like I bring a box of food and it runs out in like three days, or I have a food item that constantly reproduces? It's constantly there. Let's go with that. I think I I would think of the whole group, and I would go with um, like a flavorful rice, because I would imagine you guys would be like harpooning fish, and you could have fish and rice. Oh, Oh, I'm imagining... I'm alone on this island. I thought we we're all alone. Are we together on the island? That's why i was saying Greg will be killed. He bring he brings a <laughs> he brings an attractive <laughs> tennis, tennis player. Sense. We take him we take him out. Um, oh, okay. No, I was thinking we were as a group. I'm thinking of of all rice, of us. Rice, ahead. everyone rice. can deal with I rice. Think rice would be your answer, anyways, because it right. might be.
4: Oh, oh my god! Oh, I gotta no. go! I gotta go! I'm late.
3: So
1: close.
4: Bye. Hold
1: Tune on. in to the Power Ranking show to see if the Steelers <laughs> rise or fell this
4: week. Yep, it's three o'clock it's on at three o'clock pacific pacific <laughs> all right goodbye
1: there she goes oh here's the drama from will Soistman. how do the heroes feel about the super contest winner if you remember our subreddit super contest from september selling his tickets he won for rent money come back to us reddit super contest rent is overrated is this true
3: I would need to see evidence of that.
2: Well, there's no way. This is the first I've heard of it. He must have some reasons for believing it. Maybe it was on uh, the message boards or whatnot. I I don't have a problem with it, though. I mean, the NFL might have a problem with it, uh, considering it was like an official, I don't know the rules behind that, you know, giving away tickets if you're sure. allowed to resell it. But I've been there where you are struggling to pay rent, and if it was a pain to go to this game or whatever, I can't judge. What was it's the game again? Hit. He won the tickets. They were his. He can do what he wants with them.
1: He's a Patriots fan, which maybe gives you an insight into the character we're talking about. Sure. It. But uh, it wasn't a Patriots game, as I recall. So maybe he was always just set up for financial
3: Well, number one, I, I would like to hear books. his response because it sounds like maybe, it possibly in another scenario, a listener is just trying to drop an A-bomb on someone rando, But who The knows? winner
1: of the subreddit super contest, drop a line. Let us know. Uh, and let us know your story. And, uh, you know, just we're curious. No judgment zone.
3: No judgment yet.
1: A little game of what's more likely from Tom Marshall uh, at Red Zone AUK. Uh, what's more likely the Jaguars win Super Bowl 52 and Bortles is named MVP where Patriots win another one and Brady retires.
3: I don't think Brady's. Reti- Brady's entire movement right now, win or lose a Super Bowl, is to show that he can play and extend his playing career long beyond anyone would would dare to, to deem possible. So I'll go Jaguars Bortles.
1: I have my suspicions that that's more important to him now than winning titles, like building right. this. No brand right. of I'm a, a everlasting professional athlete. So yeah, I, I totally think there's no way I don't it know about
2: more important. I mean, there's nothing really to indicate that.
1: Eh, I just got a feeling,
2: um, but I would say Bortles. Although if the Jaguars won the Super Bowl. You almost still wouldn't think it was that likely that he's the MVP. Never know. But we're at a point in time where I know you're not into the metrics and like probability and all that. But there is a <laughs> like a at least a fifty percent chance at this moment that either Blake Bortles, you know, Case Keenum, or Nick Foles is, is going to win the Super Bowl. Hundred percent. It's about 50 And it, I, uh, if, even if you want to be generous to the Patriots and say that that they're. They're about 50-50.
3: And if they got past New England and Bortles does not even have a monster game, that award always tilts towards the quarterback no matter what. If he threw a last, a fourth quarter, late fourth quarter touchdown pass, well, it was a nice pass to win the game. Hello, if, it's a great if, story.
2: If the Super Bowl was, the if the divisional round game, if that just was the Super Bowl, Bortles probably would have won the MVP just because I don't think it would have been Fournette. And there just wasn't like a that that's what happens a lot of times. Yeah. There's not like right. a super logical pick, so you just give it
1: the to quarterback the quarterback is quarterback. definitely yeah. yeah, has the most likely chance of winning. It is Blake Bortles. though. anyway, moving on, JT at Crushing Five Elevens. Qualas tu Fantasia. You're reborn as an NFL fan and get to choose to cheer for a new team. No questions asked, and you have no knowledge of your past allegiance. Qualas tu fantasia.
3: Today, right now? Yep. Vikings
1: because of their success?
3: I I just well I guess I'd ha- I'm dropping in from literally zero conscious about anything on the planet.
2: Tough one. I, this one's actually easy for me cuz it says it takes away your prior your knowledge, but I'm going to Put myself back in Los Angeles, and I'm going to put pick the Rams because they're a team that just started, so that's nice. Like yep. it, you're just starting from scratch, and it's Sean McVay just started, and Goff and Gurley just started. I think that feels great that you're kind of like jumping in at the beginning of this team. Basically, I was thinking
1: hmm. the Rams are a good one, especially if I'm going to be in LA. And I was also thinking, as a Yankees fan, it's always been weird that I'm a Yankee Jets fan. If I had a chance to reboot Ooh. it and just be a Giants fan, and I'm just like a Yankee Giants fan, like all the Jamokes in the tri-state area, uh, that's pretty good life in
3: general. The Jamokes are yeah.
2: the Jets, Mets fans. The that's Giants, true. Yankees yeah.
3: fans are living right. I awesome. the first team I remember watching really is the Giants, and with my dad and those old Parcells teams. And I, I don't know about the LA thing, because who knows how long we'll be here. But I would want to find a team where I could bring my kids to the game. Versus at night when I talk to my five and seven year old about the Browns, all they know is. Daddy, do the Browns still right. be terrible? Are they still <laughs> losers? It's like ah, they are. Right. That's it's not a, e- you know kids don't aren't attracted to
2: losing teams. It's a conversation for another pod, but that's why I support. If Walker, my son, or Ellis, my daughter, want to root for the Rams or Chargers, and they're growing up here, I I support that.
3: Colton right now supports what he calls the Westwood Chargers. He doesn't quite know the location, but he's convinced they're from Westwood. Uh, Is do, Daddy ever coming back?
1: Let me do one more. All right. Uh, um, this from Mitch Kappa, Papa Fink, uh, on Twitter. If you could swap any one Final Four team from the last three years with one this year, who do you swap in slash out to make a better weekend? <laughs> okay. To make a better weekend from the past three years...
3: Tough for me. I really like these teams, even the Eagles. I just like what's happened with this season. My g- wish before the c- campaign was for a changing of the guard, and we got it. I couldn't be happier. But I think I would maybe switch out. I want the Vikings to go to the Super Bowl, so I would. I would. I don't. I don't want to put in some great team, but maybe you switch out the the Eagles with maybe that one of those Seahawks teams, the, a little bit of a lesser Seahawks team nah. to make it a great. See, game.
1: I need such a break from the Seahawks. I'm feeling good about them not being involved for a little while. Personally.
3: Yeah. I'm not pushing for a switch. Yeah. So I
2: guess... I I'm going to put in the 20... I'm not pushing I'd, for a switch. <laughs> That's like, what we're doing. I don't know. I have to roll through the teams and think about it. But uh, I'm going to give the 2015 Cardinals another crack at it and replace the Eagles with Foles. Ooh, I, I know I, like I did that. kind of an anti-Eagles uh, campaign, but it, I do kind of... Believe that. To me, they're the least compelling team of these four. So they're the team I would want to get out. And I love that Cardinals team. Give them another shot.
1: Uh I'll mm. probably go with mm, – maybe let's get that Broncos team, that be oh. Tommy Boy, Please. and get Peyton I back do. in the mix and replace the Jags. Uh, oh, yeah, it was America. Wait, how
3: far back can we go? Three years. Three years. Oh,
1: and, I'd like to uh, take a
3: Coughlin led Giants team and have them go deal with the Patriots again and <laughs> knock them out a third oh, time. Oh, yeah, no. America, nice
2: America's do. sweethearts, Von Miller and CJ Anderson. <laughs> I mean,
1: let's bring them. Wow, back. shots fired. Bon and just, Oh,
2: they're fine. I'm just saying it's not a team everyone was.
1: Well, I'm looking for a team that could yeah, beat the Patriots. I guess. And they, they did that year, and I would like it to happen they again. They did it twice. <laughs> All right. There you go. That is, oh, yeah, the shoulders of greatness presented, of course, by Head and Shoulders. You all got great shoulders, except for what was his name? No shoulder. Johnny, Johnny, no shoulders. Oh, Johnny, no shoulders. It's a medical thing. It's not his fault. Sorry about your plight, bro. All right. We'll be back on Thursday with our big preview show. I will try to get through the show knowing that I could be at a Redkin party on Thursday, but I will instead be uh, previewing football games. But listen. Sometimes you got to be a pro. You got to be a pro.
3: I urge you. I urged you to shrug off so-called professionalism and go. And I still think you have time. You could still get that flight. It's not too late. <laughs> I want to know if they would have flown
1: you first class. I that was going to be my next question if I decided <laughs> to go. It's like how far can I take this? Uh, so yes, we'll talk about uh, the two big games on Sunday, which will take us to the big game. Um, so big show coming on Thursday. Until then, this is Dan Hansa signing off for Quiet Storm, Connie Fox, the old boss, Lindsey Bolton, Christian Anderson, also behind the glass. Thank you to them. Till Thursday.